0: Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Hello, podcast friends, and welcome back to Minisode number 68 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. I guess welcome back, unless it's your first time here. If it's your first time here, thanks for being here. I'm going to try and uh, produce another amazing Minisode for you folks. And today's topic is going to be how to healthily which I think this is the proper word. I looked up the difference between healthily and healthfully, and I went with healthfully. Here we are. Off to a good start. How to healthily maintain a lean body year round. This is kind of what a lot of people hope to accomplish with this whole fitness thing, right? And getting their nutrition in order, getting their workouts in order, and their body in order to, you know, get to where they want to go, and then kind of stay there, maintain that be happy, live life, not think about it as much. Uh, So I think the the first place we need to start with a topic like this is we have to figure out what a lean body means to you, right? So I think it's going to be different for everybody and there's really no wrong answers here. And so just to use an average of averages uh what i I looked up a few things and just from the people that that i've worked up worked with and things it seems to be about um uh, as far as body fat percentages go and how like lean you should be again using average of averages uh, it's going to be about 14 to 24 percent for men and about 21 to 31 percent for women Uh, men just naturally tend to have less body fat, and more muscle, and vice versa for women. So that's why the percentages are a little bit different different, uh, different there. Uh, and I'll throw up what that looks like on the screen. I'll throw up a little picture like here or something, uh, or maybe over here. But it'll give you kind of an estimate of what that looks like. I wouldn't worry about trying to uh, exactly quantify how much body fat percentage you have. I would more so just guesstimate using using these pictures and things uh, and just your own desires because, uh, if you're the, the example that I wrote down is like, if you're six foot and you're 280 pounds right now, uh, at 35% body fat, well, to you, you may get to 220 pounds and 25% body fat and be absolutely stoked. So you're not in that, whatever, 14 to 24% range for, for body fat, but you're still ecstatic to be there, uh, at that body fat and at that weight. And so If you would be stoked to stay there year round, then by all means, more power to you. Like I said, there are no wrong answers here. And ultimately, we just want to make sure that however you look, you are happy with it. And we can try and maintain that for as long as possible. All right. Next is going to be based off of how you just answered that question. Uh, You'll figure out if it makes sense if you should focus on a cut right now or if you should maintain if you're nowhere close to being as lean as you want to be then it probably makes sense to spend the next 12 to 24 weeks focusing entirely on fat loss uh, then once you're at your desired level of leanness like within reason i don't want you to be 35 percent body fat and think that you're going to get to 10 percent body fat in three months and then just expect to stay there forever uh, that's let's let's be reasonable here um, but Whenever you get to your desired level of leanness within reason, then you can start to incorporate some of these tactics that I'm about to go over. Uh, and if you have a lot of fat to lose, like, like a whole lot of fat, like going from 45% and you want to get down to maybe 15%, like see your abs and things, and you have you have big aspirations, by all means, I, I think you should do that. However, you should set the realistic expectations that that could take some time. It could take uh, you know years even. Um, and if that's what you want, then, then great. But you just have to understand that it could take a few cycles of cutting down, taking a diet break for a few months um, or, or maybe a month or so, and then doing another cut again. It could take a couple cycles of cutting, doing a little bit of a diet break and then cutting again and then taking a diet break. So just repeat. And this is all given. Everything goes perfectly and you can cut perfectly and then take the diet break and then everything's fine throughout that entire time, but it could take a few cycles of cutting and then diet breaking and then cutting again to reach your desired level of leanness. And that's nothing to be ashamed of or anything. Just have the expectation set that, okay, uh, this is going to take me some time, but it is absolutely possible. And okay, once you're at your desired level of leanness, you have to understand that the leaner you want to be Um, or how closely you want to stay at this exact same level of leanness, the more sacrifices you're going to have to make. Uh, And then so like put simply, there's going to be sacrifices and trade-offs between life and fitness, right? If you want to be mega lean most of the year round, like if you're a guy and you want to stay at whatever in the 10 to 14% body fat range, Well, then just understand that you may not be able to have as many drinks with the boys on the weekend, or you may not be able to have dessert as often whenever you go out to eat and have, you know, a a fatty meal uh, several times a week or something like that. You're just, you're going to have to watch and monitor things a little bit more closely. And again, there are no wrong answers. Some people want to, uh, you know, fitness is very high priority on their list. I think, again, more power to you, but just understand that there are going to be uh, more sacrifices of life events, pleasures, uh, di- different things like that. Just make sure to do what makes you happy and accept the trade offs that may come with that. Okay, so now, assuming you're where you want to be, let's talk about some ways. To stay there. So let's say you're where you're you're at the leanness that you desire, and you're like, okay, I want to I want to healthily maintain this lean body year-round, right? First, uh, the question that I would ask you is what will be your measuring indicator to keep you in check? Because you have to measure. Something. And I'm not saying you have to be crazy about it or anything, but you have to make sure that you're not, uh, that you are actually maintaining, right? And so you have to have some type of system or method uh, in order to do so. And so for me, uh, this is typically weighing myself uh, a couple times a week. So I would use a body weight scale. I would also use the mirror so I can just kind of see my waistline, love handles, uh, my arms, things like that, just different indicators of, of how lean I'm staying. Uh, and also, So I would use the body weight scale, the mirror, and then also my favorite belt that I wear uh, most of the time, right? If I know that if I have to really pull tight to get to that second notch of where where I'm usually at, then I'm like, okay, I'm probably packing things on uh, a little bit more than I would like right now. Of course, if I'm weighing myself a couple times a week, I probably know that because the scale is continually going up. And so in that case, it's just like, okay, I just get myself in check. I'm like, all right, the the weight's going up or on the scale a little bit. I can notice myself a little bit fluffier. My face is getting a little bit puffier uh, and my belt isn't fitting how I want it to be. Well then, okay, I just know I've got to clean things up a little bit. I'm not saying uh, that after a night of drinking and eating out or something uh, and then it's kind of like the situation I'm currently in. Last night, had a lot of wine, had a lot of cheese, uh, high sodium foods, high calorie foods, alcohol. And then this morning, I didn't even actually weigh myself, but I'm sure if I did weigh myself, my weight would would be up. And what I'm not saying for you to do is that whenever you have a daily fluctuation or a spike in your weight, that you then compensate the next day to try and balance things out. Or you punish yourself because your weight has gone up a little bit. That's not uh um, that is not healthy behavior whatsoever you don't need to punish yourself for for enjoying the night before all you need to do just get back on track make sure you keep things in track maybe f- for that day you can you cannot not go as hard on the cheese and alcohol and things and maybe have a salad some more lean protein drink extra water and then go for a run or something but not go for a run because again you're trying to punish yourself but just because maybe the sweating feels good and you know you'll just feel a little bit better after that going for a run walk going to the gym, whatever you need to do, um, but do it because you want to feel good and healthy, not because you're trying to punish yourself for a behavior that you did the night before. Um, so so yeah, those are the indicators that I would use. And again, if you use the scale, make sure that you, I would weigh yourself maybe three or four times a week in the mornings uh, and pay attention to the weekly trends, right? So take the average, Of your daily weights at the end of the week and then compare that as the weeks go on This is what I do myself. This is what I do with my clients and I know that okay Say if i'm trying to lose body fat if that trend is is going down week from week week to week And again, i'm not paying attention to the day-to-day fluctuations because that's not what I care about What I care about is the average trend on a weekly and monthly basis If i'm trying to lose body fat and that trend is going down by maybe say like a pound a week or something like that Or a couple pounds a month then i know okay i'm on the right track i can keep doing what i'm doing okay so measuring indicator to keep you in check figure that out uh and um go from there. So next let's cover a few nutrition guidelines that I use, uh, so that I don't have to track every single calorie and macro that I put into my mouth. I would say that if you are starting, if you're more of a beginner and you're starting fresh and you've never counted calories and don't have any idea of how to guesstimate foods and portion sizes and know how to read a nutrition label and things, I would spend at least four to 12 weeks tracking all of your food on a regular basis on a at least a semi-regular basis educate yourself so that you can guesstimate a little bit more and then um, you can transition away from from tra- tracking your calories okay so the nutrition guidelines that i use would be a protein source at every meal or snack so the very first thing i ask myself is like okay what protein source am i going to eat course for fat loss and muscle gain protein is essential next would be a fruit or vegetable with every meal or snack and if you don't want to have fruit with dinner or something just double up on it on lunch uh, or maybe the meal before bed or with breakfast um, but make sure you have some type of fruit or vegetable and or vegetable with most meals i get it no one's perfect but it's a nutritious they are nutritious and healthy food so make sure uh, you have a decent amount of them on a regular basis I would also say you need regular meal patterns. So roughly eating at the same time each day, having the same amount of meals each day, it just keeps things easy, right? It keeps you in a routine um, uh, and it just, it keeps you consistent, which is what's most important here. If you have erratic meal times and eat crazy different things every single day, then you're just, you're, you're, um, there's more variables that you have to control on a regular basis that could be messing with your progress. And if everything is so different on a regular basis, you don't know which one to manipulate or to tweak so that you can get the desired outcome that you're looking for. Uh, And so for me, this means three meals and one snack per day, typically before bed. Uh, And and what I do is I have the same meals on most days for like breakfast and lunch and then the snack before bed. And then I have dinner um, kind of just up in the air. I leave it for more variety. Me and my girlfriend gets food. And this is probably more practical for most people if you have If you do eat with a girlfriend or spouse or family or something like that, keep all the other meals roughly the same. And then for dinner, eat, uh, you know, change it up on a regular basis. Next thing would be alcohol on weekends only. And for me, it's a ca- occasionally a glass or two during the week. Like if, I, if I'm going out to dinner with some friends or, or my girlfriend or something, it's a special occasion. I'm not like super militant on this, but for the most part, I try to limit alcohol on the weekends only and try to not get obliterated. Right. And lastly would be limiting your eating out. So for, for me, this is gonna be different for everybody, but for me, that's going to be less than probably about four times per week. Um, and again, this is, this is up to you, but eating out can obviously, it can add up pretty quickly in the calorie department and also for your wallet. So that's up to you. And lastly would be activity for the week. So taking walks on most days, uh, and just keeping, keeping your steps up on a regular basis. That's probably a good idea. Regularly stretching or doing mobility work throughout the day where I'm sitting at this, this, desk for the majority of the day i want to get up and move every hour or two and just do a little bit of stretching a little bit of mobility stuff dynamic stretching things like that just to get in more movement and also just to feel better next would be resistance training at least three times per week so this could be body weight bands actually going to the gym and getting in a workout making sure i'm doing at least three workouts per week with um with resistance training and lastly ideally i would add in one day of moderate intensity cardio so like jogging or riding a bike or rowing or something like that but i just i haven't lately but in an ideal world i would have in some type of cardio on a regular basis just to again make me feel better and then keep myself in check a little bit whenever i have too much alcohol and cheese on the weekends um Okay. And I think that is mostly it. The very last thing is if you want a more systematic approach on exactly how to do this, a more step-by-step approach, this is exactly why this whole thing that I just covered is just the tip of the iceberg on what I do on a regular basis and what I've taught other people to do through my automated fitness product. So a little shameless plug here at the end, if you want to check out automated fitness and what it entails, you can click the link in the description, and you can have $15 off if you use the code MTFP at checkout. Okay, and that is it for mini-sode number 68. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes, and also... Take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at Matt McLeod 6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four week workout plan, the ultimate physique development. And also if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you again. Thank you so much for listening.